Welcome to McCullough Christian Center's broadcast today. If you would like more information about our church, please visit our website at www.purposemcc.com. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God some praise. Come on, let's give God some praise. Has he been good to you? Hallelujah. Somebody said you wasn't good enough, but Jesus said you was. Come on, somebody. Somebody said you wasn't good enough to live for the Lord, but Jesus said you can. Hallelujah. Your friends said you'd never get off dope. Your, 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 your family would tell you your finances were never going to be straight. Everything looked like hope was lost. Let me tell you what my favorite part of life is. When everything crashes down and I'm at my last point and my breaking point becomes my breakthrough point and I look and I say you know what I can't make it no more but I got a Jesus that can I can't take this no more but I got a Jesus that can come on somebody if you look around you see a bunch of people I call us the school of hard knocks because we had a past we had a situation where we was all a sinner every saint has a past but every saint has a present and a future as well every sinner has a future don't think that you're not good enough there's nothing in the world for you nothing satan all he wants to do the bible says that he has come to steal kill and destroy my friend let me tell you if you give your life to jesus today i promise you your whole life will turn around i promise you you'll wake up in the morning and you'll feel something on the inside of you what if i told you that you could have the power to raise the dead what if i told you you could have the power to lay hands on the sick and they be healed no not no fairy tale my friend the god on his truth how do you say that Blessed is the man who's, who has not seen but has believed. Let me tell you today, there's people that seen it. There's people that seen it happen. I've seen it happen. You've seen it happen. Your life is a signal of resurrection. Your life is a symbol of resurrection. Your life being dead. Your life being broken. Your life being torn in two. But Jesus coming along and him putting it back together, young man, you are a symbol of resurrection. Yes, that's what Jesus can do. I look at the story of Noah. I kept hearing the story of Noah back there. Noah, they kept telling him, Noah, you're crazy. Noah, it ain't rained here in 40-something odd years. Noah, ain't no way that ark is going to protect you. But Noah didn't listen to him. He kept building. He kept getting the lumber together. He kept getting together the animals. He kept getting together the food. He kept telling his family, there is a storm coming. But let me tell you something. Even though the storm came, God told Noah to build that ark, and he was protected through the storm. I'm telling you today that Jesus is telling you to give your life to the Lord and he'll protect you through the storm yes the famine is coming but so is Jesus Woo! I don't think y'all heard me I said yes the famine is coming but so is Jesus that ought to make you want to run Woo! I'm sorry I get a little excited but if you only knew where I was if you only knew what I've been through See, a lot of people don't know your story. They don't know the signals, the situations you've been in. They don't know how low you've been down. And when Jesus saves you, yes, it'll make you a little radical. Yes, it'll make you a little excited. My buddy, I couldn't even get a Popeye's chicken sandwich a year ago. But this year, I can go to McDonald's when I want to because Jesus Christ supplies all the needs. 
Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. So with that being said, take it to your heart. Know this, man. You can live for the Lord. You are worthy. The blood of Jesus says so. I want to get into a quick teaching real quick, if that's okay. If that's okay. So if you got your Bibles... Man, I couldn't help but run, y'all. Get like that, boy. You can't. Feels like an interception coming your way. You just need to pick it off and run it to the end zone. Amen. How many knows about that? So it's crazy that uh, we were singing this song today. I didn't even tell y'all when we were practicing. But about three weeks ago, I was at work and I called Brother Cito. I said, Brother Cito, I got this word. He was like, oh, yeah. See, I call him all the time, tell him I got a word. He just, oh, yeah, okay, that's what's up, man. I said, Brother Cedar, no, I got this word. And, it, and it's really close to my heart, Brother Cedar, because I feel like we are close. He said, what are we close to? I said, Brother, I feel like our Lord is coming. He's coming. We're close. We're close. He said, well, you know, we don't know the day or hour. I said, yes, right, brother. I said, but each day, each day is the next day. Each second is the next second. Each hour is the next hour. And we're getting closer and closer. I look out at the world, y'all, and it's very bad. It's gotten worse and worse and worse. That, 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 that prophetic interpretation of tongues was so on point. You don't even know, like, the prophets and, and the Lord has been speaking to everybody that the famine is coming. A lot of people say that COVID-19 was the famine. I'm telling you, y'all, it's going to get way worse. It's going to get way worse. But let me tell you something. As it gets way worse, the, the word of the Lord says this. Look up, for my redemption is near. So, yes, it's getting bad out there, my friend. But let me tell you something. When it gets bad out there... That just lets me know that I'm one step closer to being up in heaven. I'm one step closer to being quickly changed. I'm one step closer to never have to suffer pain anymore. You say, well, how can I get that? How can I get to that point? Submission, surrendering, and just giving him your all. Look, your next second isn't promised when you walk out of this door. I was a drug dealer, a drug addict, full of pride, felt like I could kill anybody in the world, felt like I was unstoppable. But let me tell you something. When the blood of Jesus fell down on my life, I want to tell you, my friend, it was like a, a transformation, a renewal happened in my life that I knew, you know what? I wasn't all that. I wasn't who I thought I was to be, but I know someone who is. I know someone now who has changed me from this violent drug addict, this violent drug dealer, into this peace-loving and joyful person. Yes, the peace and joy and the love comes from Jesus because it's one situation. I know that I have eternal life. See, when you know you have eternal life, there's nothing on this earth that can bother you. When you know that one day you're not going to have to suffer in this, in this world anymore, there's nothing here that can bother you anymore. The drugs can't bring you down anymore. The finances can't stress you out anymore. Depression can't make you suffer anymore. Because, see, you know that one day I'm no longer going to have to go through this. So I said, Lord, what are you trying to tell me? The Lord spoke three words to me. If you got your notes, write this down. The Lord said this, past, present, and future. I said, Jesus, what, what are you trying to tell me? He said, time. Patrick, the essence of time, the virtue of time. Patrick, time. We all use time on a daily basis. You use time to get to your job. You use time to wake up. 
You use time to do dinner, some of us. You use time to go to sleep. Something that happened before is the past. Something that occurring right now is the present. Something that is to come is the future. So we begin to sing this song. And I looked. I didn't even realize it. I looked at the screen and I seen the words. And I just went to the car before this service and looked at this verse. And I was like, I'm going to preach on this. And then I look at the screen and the words is coming up. I'm sitting on that drum set and Pastor Cornelius just looks at me at the same time. He says, hey, you got the word? I'm like, uh-huh. Yep, sure do. Yep. So I have no notes. But I'll tell you what. We got the Holy Ghost. Amen. And that's all you need. So the Lord was speaking to me on that drum set, and he told me that somebody in here today is battling addiction. Somebody in here today is battling the sense of giving their heart to Jesus because they're afraid of what their friends will think. Somebody in here today is afraid of giving their heart to Jesus because they don't know how to necessarily do it. I want to tell you, my friend, there's nothing that you need to know how to do other than just worship and serve the Lord. There's a story about King Jehoshaphat. They were facing a great multitude of army, a great army. How many in here is facing something today? Hallelujah. Do you got something coming up this week, or do you got something on the back of your mind that you just don't know how you're going to get past? Well, see, King Jehoshaphat, the prophets had told him, the Lord had told him, look here, put your praise and worshipers in the front of the, of the army. Put your praise and worshipers in the front. So as they begin to worship the Lord, as the praise and worshipers begin to worship the Lord, see, we're getting back to that point of all you got to do is worship the Lord as they begin to praise and worship the, the Lord the other army was looking at them and they was like what are they doing they're not trying to commit violence on us they're not trying to take us out all they're doing is they're raising their hands and they're shouting up to their God and the moment that they begin to do that the Holy Spirit took over I want to tell you the Holy Spirit's going to take over in your situation and the Bible says that it's smitten the other army smitten means they're confused they didn't even know what to do the enemy will be smitten. Your addiction will be smitten. That demon that holds you on the inside feels like you can't let it go. It'll be smitten. It'll be confused. Why is he worshiping the Lord? I thought I was giving him what he needed. Why is he worshiping the Lord? I thought I was doing everything that I could. But yet you're still worshiping the Lord. And it said at that moment as they were smitten, all of them struck down just like that. I want to tell you, my friend, whatever you're facing, just like that. I hear a lot of times, man, it's a process. And it may be for you, you know, it may be. But let me tell you something. The Bible says those that call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. I want to tell you, my friend, as soon as Jesus enters your heart and life, whatever you're facing, whatever you're going through, it's got to go. It's got to flee. The Bible says the devil has to flee at the mention of the name of Jesus. As see, see, it ain't even got to be your tongue that's shouting the name of Jesus. It can be your soul shouting the name of Jesus. And as your soul begins to shout the name of Jesus, Satan has to flee. So God told me time. He said, the virtue of time, the virtue of time is your hope. The virtue of time is your future. Okay, in the morning I got this test. So I'm going to get my clothes together. I'm going to get my food ready that I'm going to cook for breakfast in the morning. I'm going to make sure that my kids got everything that they need so when in the morning comes, we'll be prepared. I want to ask you a question today. Are you prepared? Are you prepared? The blink of an eye. The Bible says that the twinkling of an eye, we shall go up. See, a lot of people, man, I even heard one preacher tell me one time, he don't like to preach from Revelations because it, it, it gets real intense. It gets real deep. And I ain't going to lie. I was thinking like, Lord, I got to do this? He said, yes. 
See, this is not a message of to, to put fear in your hearts. This is a message of hope. This is a message to let you know that in the twinkling of an eye, you can be quickly. Oh, come on, somebody. In the twinkling of an eye, you can be quickly changed physically and spiritually. Time. He said, are you prepared? I said, Lord, what does it take for me to get prepared? What does it take for me to know? He said, it's simple. He said, if you let me take control of your heart, your mind, and your spirit, when the trumpet sounds, there will be a signal into your ear. There will be something that grabs your attention. If somebody walked through that door right now, immediately we would all turn and look at that door. Because we know that something has triggered that door to let somebody come in. So we're all trying to see who it is. We don't know who it could be. It could be a threat. It could be just a normal person of the congregation. It could be T.D. Jakes for all we know. But we're all going to look. Let me tell you something today. When Jesus comes, the Bible says that only those that know him shall hear the sound of the trumpet only those that know him shall see the clouds bust wide open are you prepared you can be all you got to do is give your heart to Jesus so revelations chapter 1 and I'm not going to be before you long today church chapter 1 verse uh, 1 through 7 and it goes like this and I'm reading from the American Standard Version ASV the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave him, let me, let me hold on. Let me know when y'all get there. Say amen. I don't, I don't want nobody to miss this. This is, this is deep right here, man. I know y'all say, who is that boy up there hooping and hollering? Y'all, I can't help it, man. God's been good, you know. I look over. I'm playing the drums. I look over. My wife's over there. She's getting into it. I look. I see all of Ignite down here. I see all the churches, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. This is amazing. So Revelation 1, verses 1 through 7. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show unto his servants, even the things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear witness of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ, even of all the things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of the prophecy, and keep the things that are written therein, for the time is at hand. Somebody say that with me. For the time is at hand. Let's say it one more time. For the time is at hand. Verse 4. John to the seven churches that are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. I want all of us to say that together because this is the key of the verse right here. This is the key of the message, all right? On the count of three, we're going to read that. We're going to start right there on grace, all right? So it says grace to you and peace, all right? One, two, three. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. And from the seven spirits that are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness. The firstborn of the dead. And the ruler of the kings of the earth. Unto him that loveth us and loosed us from our sins by his blood. And he made us to be a kingdom. To be priest unto his God and father. To him be the glory and the dominion forever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they that pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth shall mourn over him. Even so, amen. Let me tell you something. They crucified him on a cross. They put him in a grave, and they say that he's not alive. But one day, when the clouds bust open, they shall all look up, and they shall see 
We're not no crazy church people. We're not no holy rollers. But we just believe in the Lord who is and who was and is to come. So I said, Lord, what, what are you trying to tell me through this? The Lord told me, Patrick. See, I was facing a big problem about a week ago. And the Lord, I was like, Lord, how am I going to get through this? The Lord told me, Patrick, I am who is and who was and who is to come. See, this is the awesome thing about it. See, they put the past tense word in the middle of the sentence. We're going to catch that, all right? He said who is and who was. So he who is, he's there right now. He's in the present. Whatever your problem is, whatever your addiction is, whatever your situation is, he's who is. So he's there right now. Then it goes into who was. So he came to your problem. See, we say he was already there. Come on. Son. He came to your problem. He seen what your problem was, Brother Carl. He said, hold up one second. Let me go back. Let me fix that. So he's fighting for you in a, in a time. See, we can't go back in time, but Jesus can. We can't go ahead in time, but Jesus can. So he came to your problem, Brother Carl. He seen what your situation was. He said, hold on, my son. Let me fix that. He goes back and he tells Satan, whatever you've done in this situation, in the future, I'm going to turn it around. And I'm using it for my good. In the future, this child's going to have a story. In this future, this child's going to have a testimony. Then it goes into who is. The future. So he goes to the presence. He goes back to the past. And as he walking by you, Brother Carl, Jesus done came to you. I love Brother Carl. This is my brother right here. Jesus comes to you, tells you your problem. He goes back. He tells the enemy, you know what? Hold on. As he's walking by you, he says, hold on. Let me make this right for you. He goes into your future, and he says everything that is going on. You know what? He can't pay his light bill. I'm going to go a month ahead. He's going to be have his light bill paid for. You know what? He can't shake this addiction. I'm going to go a month ahead. He's going to testify in front of the church that the addiction's been broken. His marriage is not working out. Let me go into his wife a couple weeks from now and tell her that her husband loves her. He can't understand the word of God let me go a month ahead and let me give him a revelation the God who is and who was and is to come God you're so good Lord Jesus 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 Say it with me, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The power's in his name. The power's in his blood. The power that he has. You wake up. The sun's brighter. The sky's bluer. The grass is greener. Brother Pat, I, I, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. Why not? Why not? You could have everything in the world. Everything in the world. But if we don't have Jesus, we're empty. There was times, y'all, times I would bring money to, to my wife from selling dope. Wads of money. I would lay it down in front of her. And she just looked at me. And it was like I let her down. Money. I'm talking about big wads of money. Here you go, honey. That's not what she needed. Money for me. I'm still miserable. That's not what I needed. But when I woke up on September the 22nd, 
And I ran to that church. And I felt the Lord. I haven't felt him in five years, y'all. That love, brother. That grace. That hug, man. I've been missing. My dad done told the funeral home to get the casket ready. My mom done gave up on me. She's still praying, but she's, she's done kind of just said, you know what, I'm going to let him be. But then I run into that church, and there's Jesus. I run into that problem, and there's Jesus. I run into that situation, and there's Jesus. I go back to my house where my girlfriend, she was my girlfriend at the time. She's my wife now. She was sleeping in the bed, and I looked at her. She's asleep. It's the last thing that she planned on hearing. I said, Taya, I gave my life to Jesus. She was dead asleep, y'all. Whoo! What? That's how we'll be. I've given my life to Jesus. I'm dead asleep, but now I'm awake. I'm knocked out, but brother, now I'm awake. Are you prepared? Are you ready? Let me tell you, no failure can stop you from getting ready. I'm 55 years old, and I've done a lot of bad things in my life. And, Brother Pat, I just think that it's time for me to give up and to let go. No, my friend, you're still awake today because you still have a purpose. You still have some grandchildren. You still have some children, and you still have a calling on your life. And then it goes into the next verse, and it says, he shall come. With the clouds. I said, Lord, what? With the clouds? I thought you was going to bust through the clouds. He's coming with the clouds. So in my testimony, I felt when I gave my life to Jesus, it was like rain showers of grace begin to come with me, begin to fall on me. I've prayed the prayer of repentance at this time at least a million times. There's a song that says, I've failed you a thousand times, but yet you still forgive me. Y'all, I failed the Lord a million times, but yet he still forgave me. You haven't failed God too much, brother. Sister, you ain't failed Jesus too much. You're not too young. You're not too old. But yet he still forgave me. Rain showers of grace. And I felt, he said that he's coming with the clouds. And I said, Lord, why are you bringing the clouds with you? He said, because I want to let them know that everything that I've created, even the clouds, everything that I've created, the grass, the sun, the moon, and the stars, it's all going to follow me. I want to show the people that if the clouds are following me, that you can follow me also. I want to show the people that the clouds, something that we can't touch. Because if you go through the clouds, brother, they begin to deteriorate. They begin to go away. But when Jesus brings the clouds, he can bring the clouds, brother, and he can touch you. He can bring the rain showers of grace, and he can touch you. And he can let you know that even the clouds will follow me and be quickly changed. And finally, it says that they'll see his nail-pierced hands. I said, Lord, why didn't you just heal your hands? Has anybody ever wondered that question? When he was changed, why wasn't his hands and his, everything that was pierced healed? He said, because I want them to see my scars. Oh. <laughs> I want them to see what I went through. I want them to know where I've been. See, when you give your heart and your life to Jesus, you're healed. But sometimes... People can still see your scars. They can still see what you've been through. They can still know, you know what? 
I went and I did this. I went and I did that. But now the scars don't hold me down anymore. Now the shame don't hold me down anymore. Now the sins don't hold me down anymore. Because I've been changed. So I want to end with saying this. Are you prepared? For the time is now. The Bible says, but the hour cometh and now is. For such a time as this. That the Lord seeketh those. They're going to worship him in spirit and in truth. There can be fire put into your eyes, young man. Where people look at you and they know something happened to that boy. Things can change. Your memory of everything you went through can be washed away. You can hold this microphone just like I am. I'm no better than you. And you can preach the word of God. That goes for everybody. When I was back there, this is the last thing I want to say. I was on the drums and I closed my eyes for a minute. All I could hear was a little baby crying. Wah! Wah! Sitting there in his mother's arms. And God was telling me, that one has a purpose. That one has a reason. You were that baby. You were that baby. If you have a child, you remember what it felt like to hold your kid? That's what it'll feel like to God when he holds you. He says, I knew you. Before you was in your mother's womb. So who he was and he is and now he is to come. He knew you now in the presence. He knew you before you was in your mother's womb. And he knows who he has called you to be. When we end this service today. When we end this service today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next Sunday. You may be saved. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next Sunday. Paul said, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. He said, I got to die to myself daily. I got to kill my flesh every single day. I felt God yesterday in ways that I couldn't even understand. Just getting too rowdy for the Alabama game. Come on now. I love some Alabama football. But I love the Lord more. Amen. But it's things like that. So whatever it is, man, there's hope for you. You can be prepared. Now is the time for you to come unto the Lord. Ask for forgiveness. If you taste and see that the Lord is good, it's 100% guaranteed that he'll grab you today. 100% guaranteed. Taste and see that the Lord is good. I love y'all, McCullough. Thank y'all for having me today.